It's lit when I'm downtown. I'm watching downtown dish headed downtown. Hello and welcome to the Downtown Dish. I am your host, Katie Schamberger. I am so excited to be sharing our second full-length podcast here on the Downtown Dish. You may have heard the stellar news last week, but you can now find weekly episodes of the Downtown Dish as a part of the Pitch Podcast Network and also on your favorite podcast platform. So we are so excited here at the Downtown Dish. And of course, we've got that snazzy theme song. We're going to give you a link here at the end of the episode to download it because especially with the spring weather, you know, windows down or, you know, put your earbuds in as you're out and about, you need a soundtrack and they call me sauce just nailed it with his theme song for us downtown. So, so excited with everything going on. And speaking of weather, this is like my favorite weather besides fall, but you know, that's a, that's another topic, but you know, it's getting warmer. It's getting sunnier. Patio season is coming. Uh, oh, don't forget to set your clocks forward this coming weekend. So spring forward. Um, so with spring on the horizon, we started thinking about farmer's market and city market. So we decided to check in this week with the city markets, Sue Patterson, She has been a guest frequently on the Downtown Dish because the city market always has really cool stuff going on. This episode is no exception. We are going to get the scoop on the newest restaurant at the city market, La Chronic Cafe. Sue's got a little challenge for me there, which, you know, I'm going to accept She's also going to cover a quick update on safety guidelines at the city market, what you can expect at the market this spring. And for those of you out there who might want to try some at-home gardening, whether it's, you know, some herbs in a few pots or you want to go a little more involved, depending on what space you have available to you, Sue has got some really great information on how the farmer's market can be a gardening resource for you and what to do right now to kind of get that process started. So before we check in with Sue, wanted to bring you a quick update from downtown KC. First, big warm welcome to all of our Big 12 visitors this week. It's so cool to have at least some Big 12 activities happening this week. Of course, safety is the focus. So mask up, stay distanced, stay safe. And if you are here visiting or heck, if you live here and you're just out and about and you need downtown dining recommendations, tweet us, Instagram us at downtown dish KC. It's honestly kind of one of my favorite things to do is to help people decide where they're going to eat and or drink. And speaking of, while we're talking about getting food, don't forget that the KC Carryout Challenge is continuing on through this month, through the end of March. So whether you live here in Kansas City, if you are visiting for Big 12 or visiting for another reason, please join us on the KC Carryout Challenge. Quick reminder, all you need to do is go and get carryout from a local restaurant on Wednesday, March 10th. Share a picture of your food with us on social at Downtown Dish KC and use hashtag KC Carryout Challenge. 
That's all you have to do, and you are automatically going to be entered to win a $50 gift card to a local restaurant so you can just keep that cycle of eating and drinking going, but this time it's going to be um, on us or more specifically our founding partners at the downtown council. So thank you so much for that. But Casey Carryout Challenge continuing every week through the end of March. Share those pictures with us on Wednesdays and we cannot wait to see where you're eating. Speaking of things going on downtown, before we again catch up with Sue, wanted to check in with the wonderful team at Afterward Tavern and Shelves in the Crossroads, which is just a delightful business. It's part bookstore, part bar, which if you know me, those are pretty much just my two favorite things in life right there, books and booze. So they have slowly been trying to work events back into um, the services and the things that they offer. And they have two super cool events coming up this month here, actually pretty quickly. Speaking of at-home gardening, they are teaming up with Virgil's Plant Shop for a plant workshop on March 18th. So if you're kind of worried about your green thumb, this would be a great opportunity And then the very next night, March 19th, they are hosting Literary Art, The Duke and I, which is an evening of painting, gossip, and libations with Paige Crosswhite, who was recently voted the Pitch's Best Local Artist, which, given the size of Kansas City's art community, that is incredible. So Paige, big congrats on that, and especially Bridgerton fans. I know you're out there. This this event's going to be right up your alley. So all the details, tickets, so much more. Check out AfterwardKC.com. Again, we will bring you some additional details on our social at Downtown Dish KC. And now that we've kind of got you up to speed with everything going on throughout downtown Kansas City, how about you grab your face covering and your reusable shopping bag? And let's head over to the city market. All right, we are diving into this week's episode of the Downtown Dish, and the weather is getting warmer. The sun is shining. And if you are like me, that means one thing city market, farmers market season. I mean, yes, they are year round, but you know, there's a prime time for the farmer's market and we are coming upon it. So we had to welcome back frequent guest and close friend of the show, Sue Patterson, Director of Marketing and Communications at the City Market. Sue, how are you? Hi, Katie. Thanks for having me on again. And thanks for always being such a great supporter of the market. We love love you. Well, and it's, you know, it's, uh, I'd say kudos to you all, Sue, because you just, even amid the craziness of COVID, you all always have things going on. So there's always a reason to have you back on the dish because there's news. And I was so thrilled. Let's get right into it. Uh, you've got a new restaurant there yeah. inside City Market. I so I'm so proud of all of our restaurants and all of our merchants. Like, you know, they've just been through literal hell this last yes. year. Yes you know, the whole industry has, and it's just been, I mean, for one thing is an essential 
site, you know, because we do serve the, you know, the food insecure and that sort of thing through our, mm-hmm. you know, our produce vendors and such. But really, I mean, we kept rolling through the entire pandemic, stayed open. I have to say our merchants and restaurateurs are amazing. They have persevered. We had very little loss. Um, and even the one loss we had kind of is now being spun into a happy ending. So I don't know if people know this, but um, the new restaurant, La Chronic Cafe, was previously beignet, okay. which took a big hit. During, and that's a huge favorite for people. So this is a really good, this is a great story. It makes me really happy to hear. So the pandemic hit their staff really hard and they ended up deciding to close their doors. And then the owner has now reopened in a different location in the market. So don't go back to that spot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's six doors down. <laughs> so like closer to like kind of towards, towards, toward, toward Minsky. Or towards Minsky's. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Down that direction. Okay. Um, He's right next door to Casey Soda Company. Perfect. Anyway, so he opened and it's called La Chronic Cafe. His first day was just this past Saturday. And his menu is eclectic, but you'll be glad to know there's a lot of the old crowd favorites from Beignet on the menu. So you can still get your beignets and your goodies. Um, This... Yeah, this menu. See, let's talk about this menu a little bit because <laughs> I just, I, I cannot freaking wait. So City Market sent out a great press release that I've got pulled up so I can reference here. Just all over the place, but in a really good way, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I love that he's, uh, so Brian Merker, owner, um, again, the brains behind Beignet. So we're going to get some family recipes, including yes. Brian's mom's Hungarian goulash. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's going to be amazing right there. Yes. And then there's a mozzarella stuffed meatloaf. I'm not sure if that's his mom's recipe or his God. aunt's recipe, but he was telling me stories about how, you know, from his childhood about how he wanted to incorporate those things into his menu now because they brought him such you know warm fuzzies when you know when he was a kid and so it's kind of fun that he's incorporating his his the the influences that even got him into the restaurant industry in the first place in his menu now we have a lot of that mom's recipe thing going on at the city market because taste of brazil does that too you know christian and marco who own taste of brazil got all their recipes from their mothers. Their mothers taught them how to cook. <laughs> so it's a theme at the market. But anyway, so yeah, he's it. got back at La Chronic, he's got not only the savory dishes, but he's got a big focus on sweet treats. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so if you've got the sweet tooth, you've got to head there. He's got cream puffs and eclairs, which were a family favorite also. I mean. And he's done his usual magic he did like he did with the beignets. So there's all different kinds of flavors of cream puffs and what have you. So I had one that had bourbon, it had Bavarian cream and a bourbon uh, like maple glaze and oh my pecans gosh. on it. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah. I need that. Well, and I was, was going to say good. three words in this press release that might be my three favorite words in the English language, bourbon bread pudding. I <laughs> 
I am right there with you. I have a crazy sweet tooth. I think a lot of people know this by now, but I am especially obsessed with bread pudding. Like it's really, yeah. When it's done well, when Mm -hmm. it's not good, it's, you know, still okay. But when it is done well, Okay, yeah. so here's another thing that intrigued me. I want to see if you know more about this or I'm going to go check it out myself so I can get the firsthand experience. But we not only do we have a really amazing eclectic food menu, but there are a lot of drinks going on. And I am <laughs> super intrigued by something yes. that you called out in the, in the release, a mm-hmm. signature whipped tea. Yeah, he has a whole, yeah. And I don't know yet. Okay. <laughs> I don't know yet. I'm dying to know. So okay. I didn't make it down this weekend. I was there for his soft opening and had this lovely cream puff, but I don't, he's, I'm dying to know. So he, yeah. And there's, there's more surprises on that drink menu that I didn't call out. Okay. So you'll be very, yeah, you need to go and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about when you see it. Okay. All right. We're all going to How's that for a cliffhanger? A carrot I'm dangling. In I front like of it. Everyone. I like it. Okay. So our mission is clear. We're going to, we're going to, I'm going to go to La Chronic Cafe this week. And then on next week's show, I'm going to report <laughs> back. I'm going to have this adventure. Right. Um, and here's something I want to call out, Sue. And then I do want to, want to check in with you for a general market update, but I love this quote from Brian um, where he talks about the the decor of the space mm-hmm. being as eclectic as the menu um, being very um, arts focused like there's some yeah. decor that you can buy and I love this quote from him the goal was to create a curious and artistic experience as an alternative to scrolling your phone while waiting for your order because yeah. don't we all scroll uh-huh. our phones while we wait but we're going to have great stuff to look around at instead it's I true that. and he's you know if you know him and if you have if you've been to beignet you know it's a place to kind of rubberneck like you yes. can't not look around there's just stuff right. everywhere to see right and he's kind of taking that up a level at chronic So when I was there for the soft opening, there's like a glass case of all these really cool kind of like, there's cool memorabilia. There's Mm -hmm. just like interesting, a lot of it was retro and fun to guess from where it came. And Mm -hmm. then he's got a lot of artwork. Some of it's for sale on the walls. Um, He likes ornate things. And then he also likes kind of um, caricature type things. So he's, he merges the two. So there's some just really interesting, eclectic um, artwork and, and things to see while you're there. You can't help but just kind of ogle all this stuff while there. And then, and then there's also, of course, an ice cream case that you have to stare oh, at too. Okay. You know, yep. got to go through all that as well. So the art is, the food is art. The walls have art. I mean, it's really, it's an interesting spot. I love it. And I just feel like this just adds again to the whole vibe of the city market, like such a great place to hang out. Uh, I know we've talked about it before on the dish, but you can really honestly just work your way around Mm -hmm. to the eateries and the specialty shops. You can basically eat around the globe. And then of course the centerpiece is the glorious 
farmer's market, which Sue, we know is year round, but I feel like spring and summer are more of kind of our peak Uh farmer's market season. So give us an update there. I know that, um, you know, guidelines within Kansas City, Missouri, safety wise are kind of changing a little bit. Um, I saw, I think that the market, which farmer's market, which stayed open um, is, is, expanding again so back to like Sunday market so maybe just give us an update kind of what spring's looking like so we took a two-month hiatus on Sundays only um just because it was this has been really hard on the farmers as well and some of our farmers were older and nervous about coming and that sort of thing so we decided to just back off on Sundays give everybody some breathing room um and now we're bringing it back. So the first Sunday was, wow, that was yesterday, wasn't it? Time's <laughs> oh my God. I'm just like, it seems like a week ago. It's only been a day. Oh my Lord. Anyway, so our first Sunday back in business was yesterday. And, um, you know, it takes a while for the Sundays in the spring to, well, Saturdays and Sundays in the spring to crank up and become full capacity. So right now, if you go to the market, you're going to find a lot of prepared food vendors. You'll find, um, you know, crafters and that sort of thing. And then as the growing season picks up, and mind you, it's probably been slightly delayed because of that crazy cold snap we had. Yeah. So you know, the ground point. has, yeah, ground temperature has. Now that I, now that I'm a gardener myself, I can say this with some, <laughs> bit, some bit of authority. So the ground temperature has to sustain a certain level for several weeks, you know, before things can start growing. Now some of our farmers have hoop houses and they'll bring stuff in a little early. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the farmers that are growing, you know, the flowers and the onions and the greens and that kind of stuff, you'll see them here probably toward the end of the month, maybe more like beginning of April. And that sure. also coincides with when our big glass roller doors roll up around the market. We okay. watch the weather real carefully. So until the glass doors ro- roll up, the the farmer's market pavilions or sheds, whatever you want to call them, are lightly heated. So they're real comfortable and they keep the, they protect the produce. That's Mm -hmm. really the whole point. Flowers and stuff, they don't like to sit there in the cold. Right. So once the weather's going to be okay and stay okay, then we roll those doors up. Until they're rolled up, we're we're spacing the the vendors out. They're only lined up on one side of the shed. Okay. And that is to accommodate some social distancing, just to keep it kind of give everybody some elbow room because not everybody's vaccinated yet. And so um, we're still going to stick with our face mask um, or we call it face covering um, requirement on property. So anything that has a roof over your head, even if it feels like it's outdoors, if there's a if there's a cover over your head, you need a face mask, a face covering. on. Okay, that's a great Um, point. Yeah. Unless you're seated and eating, it's the okay. same old thing. Yeah, I love that we're now we're also savvy. It's like you know, it's the same. Old thing. Well, you know, Sue, I'm not gonna, <laughs> you know, I'm not. We're not gonna devolve here, but it it does yeah. baffle me. Um, you know, and I'll get on this soapbox all day. But I, <laughs> I went, I went closer to home last night to get carry out, and um, was shocked. You know, waiting outside for my food, and and shocked it a couple people that just strolled in right past the giant sign on the door without a mask. And I could see the mask, you know, kind of hanging out of one of the person's back pockets. And 
but they had to actually be prompted by a person working there. So it's like, it should be old hat, but we're going right. to keep talking about it because it's, uh-huh. it's not yeah. sticking in some place. I know, and everybody's at a different level now of protection. And so right. it's just, you know, I don't know, it kind of helps. I think it helps your fellow man be a little more, I don't know, relaxed if you just have your mask on and if everybody totally. does for a little while longer, I think. So yeah, yeah, we don't have a lot of issues at the market right now. Everybody seems to be wearing them and, and doing the right thing. So that's luckily that's not a, not a thing. But so those are our measures that are in place. And then once the weather warms up, the roller doors come up and um, you know, the market's a great place to come visit and get out when you can't really, you know, gather yet, yeah. you know, and it's, it's set up so that you can still have a lot of space in between, you know, I, do we still use the word bubble, bubbles of people that, you know, you can, you're, you can space out and it's just, it's a, it's a great relaxed outing and something to do when there's not a lot of eventing yet going on. Exactly. I, I love that. And of course, again, the weekend prime time, but again, if you are maybe um, still especially crowd averse, you know, go on a weekday. It's, it's quieter. Um, I think the lunch yeah. hour, the kind of the lunch period tends to be pretty bustling as always, but yeah, you can get some food. There's so many, uh, you guys have so much outdoor seating. Oh, um, that's what I was going to say, but you always read my mind, Katie. <laughs> the, the city market has the best patios in Kansas City, yep. and I will duke it out with anybody who wants to argue that. I mean, they're yeah. fantastic, you know, and they're all kind of different personality patios, too, and it's just the best people watching. Like, yep. you're not sitting there watching cars, you know, you're, you're like, you're in the market area, or you're, you know, it's just, it's like on the, on the little sidewalk watching people go by it's just a great all the patios are awesome and then we'll also have seating you know in our new area you know where the city market icon sign Uh is we have these really cute little picnic tables down there so you can get carry out and go sit Um, those tables Donna and I had lunch there the other day in the sunshine and it was so great we just really enjoyed it so yeah and you've got the Kansas skyline like it's nice it's, it really it is out. the best pat. I, I I like that. I'll I'll go ahead and plant the flag there. It is patio season. I know. Yeah. A lot of people come to me. Katie, I want to you know go do happy hours. Blah blah blah. You know, I want to eat outside. And of course, I'm making my I'm making my rounds. Um, you know. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. surprising, but but it's so great. You know, it's like even even if you don't want to eat, even if you want to go and you want to grab a coffee or a smoothie uh-huh. or a bubble tea. Uh, bring a book or a magazine just yeah sit out in the sun like let the sun shine on your face have some quiet time to yourself but like get some fresh air it's just whatever you want to do whatever makes you feel comfortable I feel like everybody at the city market does a great job of accommodating that I really believe and I think everybody else is probably now ascribing to this philosophy too like it's we're social animals and we're it's important to be around people and even people that you don't know people watching is good for you Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so I do I think you know you can you can come to the market and safe distance and get that kind of uh that dose of people that we all need 
exactly that, that feel that you're part of a community which i think is what this pandemic's really taken a bite out of us feeling like we're part of a community and we feel isolated and all that so sunshine and people and food and all that is such good medicine it's good it for is. the soul and city market's like an, a no-brainer for that yes so it's I have the best job I'm so lucky you do you, know? I, you do I, I just I'm <laughs> like oh my gosh and uh, I love that you and Donna are still neck and neck here for most yeah. appearances on the dish and she she was just on last week so maybe I did plan this a little bit I don't know but I mean you guys somebody's gonna get a jacket here a downtown dish like no, sparkly special six time ho yeah I don't even yeah. know we got to figure it out but uh Sue thank you you know thank you'll you soon. I've apparently I've I've got my work cut out for me I need to stop into a Lacronic cafe newly opened yes. there inside the city market down next to Casey's soda company yeah, um, stay tuned we've got at least three more restaurants we'll be announcing here pretty soon three three I know it's crazy. Yeah. And you know what else? Really quick, we've got new vendors joining the farmers market this year. Oh, it's cool. some really great ones to kind of breathe some new life into the market. We've got a microgreens KC or KC microgreens. Oh no, I don't know which one it is. But anyway, they're microgreens. And I'm a huge fan of microgreens. Delicious. And he's really his stuff is great. And then we've also got Yoli uh tortilla <gasps> yes that. they're fun yeah, they're really totally. cool they're colorful tortillas and so forth and and even more than that coming and that is due to a new farmer's market manager our previous manager is stepping back into retirement so she'll still play a role in the city market management office but our and this is all kind of i'm going to be sending out a release about this but i'm just squeezing it in while i can sure, absolutely so paula um is paula stalker is our new farmer's market manager and she brings with her a long history of adoring markets and working in that industry and always being a huge supporter of the local food um you know circle and so yeah she's she's kind of bringing some new stuff with her so that's exciting too and she's great she's a breath of fresh air I love it that oh that makes you even more excited and and I feel like I mean we could obviously we could keep going on but I know there's another terrible. thing I want to tell people <laughs> It's not quite time yet. I feel like it's going to be later on, maybe May, June. But don't forget, Sue, can't people also, you know, as the farmer's selection, what they offer grows. I mean, I feel like then people can get plants start. Oh, yeah. Herbs oh, God, start yes. If they want to do yeah. their own container gardening or take the Sue Patterson uh, full <laughs> amazing garden. Yeah, and they make delicious meals that you post pictures of on Facebook and make people. I tell you, I got um, some fantastic starts there last spring. I had never. Thing. They do, and my my cabbages, my tomato plants, uh, my peppers, a lot of stuff just was fantastic. And they're heirloom, you know. They're and they're started. You know, starting seeds can be a little tricky. Mm -hmm. I do it. I have a window full of seed starts right now. But I always buy some transplants just as backup. And I almost didn't start tomatoes this year because I was I'm just gonna lean on, you know, pink pony. I get a lot of stuff from them and <laughs> and 
and we have several other vendors as well. So yeah, if you're a gardener, vegetable gardener, if you're into landscaping and bedding plants, you know, flowers, you name it, like not just cut flowers, but flowers that you plant in the ground, um, those all start coming in in late uh, April. And then okay. you know, we're in full force Mother's Day. By Mother's Day, it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> They're everywhere. So, it's so much fun. This is like the best time of the year. <laughs> oh, it's my favorite. I mean, I do, you know, everybody knows I'm super obsessed with fall, but yes, there's just the renewal of spring. Well, and that's a good point. So maybe, you know, while uh, the selection is so growing, like this is a good time, maybe make yeah. a list. If you want to try a little at home gardening, which we know exploded last year, I know I did a lot more and I'm going to take that up even more this year um maybe make a list you know take your time now to do a little research what do you need what kind of conditions do you have again are you in a smaller space what's your outdoor area like what's the sunlight that kind of thing and right. then when the starts and everything are in you can just go and grab what you need well and you know my expert tip is plan on more than one trip Yes. Because that's, you know, you, you, you kind of have to get them and then go home and see how they fit in the garden and then go back and get some more. <laughs> just So, you know, it's just, that's how I do it anyway. It's never just, it's like the hardware oh. store. It's never just one trip. No. Um, I'm pretty sure last year I started buying, because I, I personally, I'm at the point where I, I only do, like, I don't start my own seeds. I buy right. the starts. Um, I think I started buying in very early April. I mean, I was getting stuff through June. Uh -huh. Like oh, yeah. you, you just can't stop. And then, you know, if you do like right. the seasonality, you know, there's like early mm -hmm. spring flowers versus like right. summer flowers. And it's just, yeah, it's a rabbit hole. Like, you know what you can do, Katie, actually, this is a trick I've learned. You can, you can do your starts in the early spring and okay. while you're doing your starts you can actually be starting seeds for a second season that hits kind of late summer so you've got all your like your hardy greens and stuff coming in again in the fall like it okay. gets really I know I need intervention I really do I can't stop growing stuff. No, it's, it's so I read I read something just the other day where where someone was like, it's you know, they were like, you know, I I I had been a gardener, but you know, I did it more last year and it helped me feel connected and kind yeah. of in the moment and gave me, you know, something to do, you know, reason to I mean, I know we were we grew tomatoes here in Brookside and Rob was out there every day, like checking them watering them like he loves oh, it yeah loves they're it. like your babies I yes, know it's that crazy. you're gonna eat on salads and then and oh man we made uh -huh. I we would we would harvest our own cherry tomatoes and I'd put them in a in a cast iron skillet with some with some shallot and some olive oil and just kind of break the tomatoes down and then make yep. a real light pizza or pasta sauce mm -hmm. And it's like, I grew this and then I'm eating yeah. it and it's, it's really cool. You want to know something crazy? I yeah. still have tomatoes ripening from last season in my garage. Stop it. I wasn't sure if I could take it all through winter, you know, like if I could make it happen all the way through winter, but right. I did. Yeah. Oh, 
yeah I mean, you're gonna need to write that a weird you i'd never to, tried that before that's a first that's you nuts. need to write a gardening book I'm no i don't it. i don't know what i'm doing i seriously do not i call it neglected sunshine <laughs> I, call, yes. I literally do not know what i'm doing okay. and i'm nervous about this year but we'll you know because i want it to be as big bigger than last year i you know i have these like grand plans i hope they happen well, you know, and that's the other <laughs> thing too, is like, it's trial and error, right? We yeah. had some really great luck last year with strawberries and peppers. You know, one thing that I did not do be, or did not work because I think uh, my soil wasn't deep enough. I had them in a planter and I think they should have gone in the ground. Uh, I tried to grow celery and Ooh. it just, uh, it kind of popped up about halfway and it never really did anything from there they did some research and it does like cooler weather yeah uh takes it's it's a it's a slow growing mm -hmm. like I'm life cycle is so yeah. I, th I think it just didn't have enough room you know to mm -hmm. get cell mm -hmm. length but you Possibly. just gotta like try a bunch yeah. of stuff and then figure out okay my you know this really worked well in my yard or in my windowsill or my deck or whatever yeah. you thought and then you just you know go from there right. it's like a just a big kind of ongoing it's project. a petri dish it's just a big petri dish that's a what delicious i call petri dish you know what i'm doing this year's is uh fennel and tomatillos never tried oh. them before just gonna see you throw it at the wall and see if it sticks if it does i'm having you over for some salsa yes i'm ready <laughs> i love salsa uh sue that's a good point let's let's shout this out here because um remind people at maybe as they are planning they want to keep updated mm -hmm. um website i know there's the email yes but or what are the best ways for people especially yeah. as the spring bounty starts rolling in where can they get details you want to definitely subscribe to our newsletter it's mm -hmm. a weekly newsletter with a private mailing list goes straight to your inbox you can go on our website, thecitymarket.org, and there are several places on every page on the, on the website where you just fill in your email address, and that will sign you up for the newsletter, and you'll get it every week, and it always highlights a farmer and then gives you a list of the things that you can expect at the market, and you'll see that list get longer and longer and longer as the, as the season goes on, and um, uh on our website under the farmer's market tab or when you click on the farmer's market and scroll down on Fridays just just check it on Fridays because uh -huh. sometimes it's too soon if you do it any sooner um, we have a real-time check-in map of our vendors so if there's a vendor that you're particularly looking for or uh -huh. something that you're trying to find you will see all of the different vendors and where they're going to be located in the in the pavilions and a lot of them are in the same spot every week but they can change from saturday to sunday and sure. it just kind of depends on their contracts and that sort of thing and i know people kind of are loyal to certain farmers and that sort of thing so anyway you can and you can just see what variety is going to be at the market mm -hmm. and just all that so that's a cool tool to use and i think a lot of people don't know about it and that's it's really cool it's updated every single weekend 
And we're also improving the listings. So you can go through our vendor list. Like when you see somebody, you know, like, oh, a dot on the pavilion one for this vendor, what do they sell? You can click on that and you'll actually start to see a photo and a very accurate list of what they carry and that kind of thing. So that's, you know, and their complete list isn't necessarily the list of the products they'll have that particular weekend right. because again of growing season and all that, but it still really gives you a great idea of what's going to be there. I love so. that. So it's like either way, if you like to just go and browse and be surprised, mm -hmm. you can do that and you're going to yeah. find treasures all over the place. Um, or if you like to plan and make a list, or maybe you are going to um, jump on the gardening train here with me and Sue. <laughs> uh, we'll be happy to have you. Um, you can you can be a planner. The city market gives you all of these resources. So yeah. again, whatever, however you want to shop, however you feel comfortable, they are going to meet you halfway. They are going to make it as easy and as enjoyable as possible, and just help you get out and about in one of I think the best times of year in Kansas City. Yeah, and support local. That's just so important. We got to really keep our dollars here with the families and the people who are, you know, doing the work in Kansas City, not the big box stuff where all of the benefits just evaporate into the outer whatever. You know, you, you really want to keep it here in our community. And I think that's a big lesson we've learned in the yes. last year. So, well, and I think it's especially important in Kansas City and other cities are like this too right but Sue you and I were talking offline about uh, one of the uh, farmers market vendors is of the earth uh, mm -hmm. farm and distillery that's located I'd say about 45 minutes north uh -huh. yeah uh -huh. um, so you can go up to their farm you can shop their their tasting room they grow their own veggies and yeah. fruits and herbs and distill their own spirits and they, they have um, fantastic heritage pork yes and, and yeah eggs, and charcuterie and yes. eggs yeah they have all kinds of stuff and egg. you can catch them at the market too I mean both both places yeah I went I went last year uh, very grateful um, to be included on on a trip up to the farm last year and uh thank you Kimberly and Jill shout out for that invitation but it just gave me an even greater appreciation and Sue I feel like you're already here walking around the grounds of where the food is grown or the the vegetables and the and they they grow a lot of apples they specialize in brandy apple brandy mm -hmm. um and they had a big old truck of apples coming in. We got to see the apples mashed. We got to see them kind of like fermenting. We got to grab an apple from the bed of the truck and just chow down. And it was so delicious and so different to what you might find in a grocery store. So I like, even if you don't have an opportunity to visit some of these farms that quite literally encircle Kansas City, you can still go to the city market again, like Sue said, know you're supporting local right. farmers, local growers, yeah. local business people. And it's, it's just a really cool um, kind of cycle to, to, to buy local and then to really 
take that further and, and appreciate where that local food and drink are coming from. Yeah. And it ultimately underpins everything. It underpins our economy. It underpins our community health. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just, yeah, it's a really important thing to support the food system because that's where it all begins. Exactly. Food and water, food, water, shelter, right? you said we were talking offline earlier and I'm like oh I thought we were right now I guess not <laughs> really I could just hang out with you forever I know I'm just gonna yeah you, you can just you, you come back soon you come back anytime but uh, okay yeah, please uh keep us I'm I cannot wait I I'm still like wrapping my mind around three New yeah. restaurants coming to yeah. the market. And two are going to be announced. Yeah, two are going to be announced here pretty soon. And okay. then the third one's going to take me a, a minute or two. But yeah, two are right in the in the queue. So stand by. Okay, well, you come back. In the meantime, <laughs> I'm going to come back next week. I'm going to report on La Chronic Cafe. So everybody yeah. stay tuned for that. And Sue, come back, keep us in the loop. And I know we'll be seeing you soon here on the Downtown Dish. Thank you All so right. Thank you much. so much. This was a lot of fun. I love you, Katie. Thanks. Love you. I mean, did I tell you that Sue is a goldmine of information? Really, honestly, she could probably have a recurring slot like every week on the Downtown Dish with everything going on at the city market. So excited to check out the food and beverage selection at La Chronic Cafe. I'm still intrigued about what beverage they're going to have on their menu that she says I'll immediately know and love. So definitely come back next week. I'm going to be making a trip there. I'm going to give you a full report on my experience at La Chronic Cafe. Can't wait. Keep connecting with us on social media if you haven't already at Downtown Dish KC. We are going to keep you posted on upcoming events. One of Kansas City's favorite holidays is fast approaching St. Patrick's Day. And it is going to look a little different this year without our parade and without some of the big festivities, but definitely lots of food and drink options to keep your Irish eyes smiling this year. So we'll have some updates there on our social. So stay tuned for that. Big thanks to our founding partners at the Downtown Council, Casey Streetcar, Kansas City Downtown Neighborhood Association, and Lynchpin Ideas for their ongoing support of the Downtown Dish. And as we mentioned at the top of the show, don't forget to download our new theme song. Gosh, just gives me chills every time I say that. Let me say it again. Download our new theme song, Downtown, by the one, the only, They Call Me Sauce. Available now, head over to theycallmesauce.bandcamp.com. Get your copy of the song. Again, blast it. We want this to be the song of the spring. And I mean the summer too, right? Like, let's let's just keep it going. But cannot wait to hear what you think. And, of course, find The Downtown Dish now on your favorite podcast platform, including Spotify, Apple, iHeart, and so much more. I am your host, Katie Schamberger, and until next week, I'll see you out and about in downtown KC. Downtown, downtown. And we be shopping, we be eating when I'm downtown, downtown. and I admit, downtown. 